Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with a special birthday episode. Yes, I just finished crying, but the way this <laughs> the way this episode schedule is, baby, I gotta get this out, okay? Just had my solar return literally to the degree to the minute, and it was very um powerful in a beautiful way. And I couldn't help but express that through tears of gratitude, obviously. So this, these are good tears, or at least the aftermath of having some really good tears. But like I said, the schedule got the schedule, okay? Birthday or not, because it is the 13th of April, and that is my birthday, yes, but it is still <laughs> Homegirl Thursday, which means I still need to get something out. So with that being said, y'all, let's get into a very special birthday episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. And y'all know if you've been listening, whether it's your first time or whether it's your 300th time, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears whenever you feel like it for the last six years, over the last uh, 300 some episodes. And I really appreciate that. I think we're on episode 315, 316 now at this point. I got to double check that. I done, I've done so many episodes. I'm starting to lose track. Anyway, so first things first. It's a beautiful day to be alive. You hear me? It's beautiful. Um, I'm just really happy. I'm really grateful. And because, you know what? It's my birthday, right? But I'm giving you all a special gift. If you have not signed up for my email list, you might want to click the link in my show notes because this gift can only be accessed through my email list. It is for email list subscribers only. If you are already on my email list, don't trip. I got something for you too. I'm giving out gifts on this beautiful day. The beautiful day that I debuted to the world. Um, Fun fact, I came late actually. I was supposed to have been born um, a little bit earlier and my mom... Shout out to Mama Homegirl. Mama Homegirl told me that I was stubborn and I wanted to come on my own time. She tried to walk me out. I was not res- I was not responding. <laughs> and um, I remember cracking a joke saying to her, maybe I knew what the world was going to be about once I got here and was like, nope, <laughs> keep me in here as long as you can because y'all see what's going on. Y'all see what's going on in Gregorian 2023, okay? I was like, ah, nope. Let me let me come out of my old time because I already know it's gonna be some BS. But um, <laughs> just a joke. <laughs> but no, the, the, that that is true. I did come late though. Anyway, um, <laughs> and um, I came on my own time and I was good and got darn ready apparently. But um, yeah. So I know it's my birthday, but I wanted to give a gift to y'all. So if you are driving, you might want to stop. Or you might want to make sure you come back to the show notes this episode because the first link in my show notes is a gift on um, the easiest way to get my regret zero checklist. And if you click that link in my show notes, you'll be able to get that um, exclusive never before shown to anybody. Um, you'll get that checklist to live a more joyful life. Now, if it's one thing I can say that I'm an expert at. It is living a joyful, happy life, being able to make peace with my decisions, being able to control or be happy with the things within my control, as well as transmuting negative energy to make it work for me in the most minimal of ways. Um, whether it's through experience or whether it's through my education and training, I, I, I talk it and I walk it and I'm very good at it, not only in my personal life, but for the life of others. And I wanted to share something with you all 
Um, to give y'all a little bit more of an inside peek of my world and how I not only maintain my own life, but how I help others with theirs. So if you want to get my regret zero checklist to live a more joyful life, because we're not into the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And, and the thing is, you can have shoulda, coulda, wouldas, right? But you don't have to let it run your life. And that's what my ideology is with that. And that's how I created that checklist. So if you want that checklist, click the link in my show notes to get yours. Okay. So I want to share some lessons that I've learned that have really helped me on the journey. It's five lessons. So I'm not going to talk y'all's ear off tonight, but I wanted to let y'all know that these are things that I had to learn for better, for worse. And for better has been something that has been non-negotiable for me. So these are five non-negotiables for a more joyful life since I'm out here talking about joy. I feel so joyful today. Like the theme is just joy. I'm really happy. I really am excited about what this next year has in store. And I'm just really grateful to be here, like I said. So I wanted to share these things with you all. I'm just in a sharing mood today, obviously. But Let's get into the lessons. Lesson number one, put yourself first. It's pretty self-explanatory. People are going to call you selfish. People are going to try to make you push your boundaries. People are going to try to make you feel like you shouldn't do certain things to take care of yourself. Please do. When you're ignoring, because a lot of times people know how to put themselves first, but they struggle when it's other people's opinions about putting themselves first. And the reason why I said that is because there's nothing worse And there's nothing that creates more regret, actually, than compromising your needs and compromising what's in your heart. And when you know that you have to put yourself first and there's people out there who do not want you to do that for whatever reason, the only person that loses is you. So always put yourself first. And remember, at the end of the day, you have to answer to you. Everybody else has the answer to them. For those that have, you know, responsibilities, you might have to answer for those responsibilities as well. But one thing that's going to be a guarantee constant throughout this lifetime is you having to answer for your decisions and for your priorities and, you know, the consequences in either direction of those things. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two, never apologize for your feelings or vulnerability. Our collective is moving in a way where we are getting we're we're straddling a fine line, actually. It seems like on some days you see folks completely desensitized and completely unempathetic. And then you see on other instances, folks that are able to sit in the darkness with folks during some of life's most trying moments. And I also see a a overarching theme, though, a perception and the fear of rejection and the fear of not getting the desired result that they want so they kind of hold back and they don't really or they they put it all out there and when they don't get the desired result then they want to snatch it back and sometimes life puts us in situations where it's not always about getting the desired result by being vulnerable or putting your feelings out there. And this is in any arena. It's not just romantic and going friendships, family, career, whatever it is. When you put it out there, be at peace with it. Because once it's out there, you can't take it back anyway. So why not think it through? Sit with your feelings. 
try to avoid being impulsive. Pause real quick, kind of get present, see how you're feeling, and then let it go. And then once you let it go, like look at it like the wind, right? When once something blows away in the wind, like if you let a balloon go on a windy day, it's gone. <laughs> you're not getting that back. So look at it like you're cool with just letting it go into the air and just letting it carry off and it and it just is what it is. And be okay with that outcome not always being in your favor because of the fact that we can't control things outside of ourselves. That's the easiest way to get your feelings hurt when you try to think otherwise. So that's lesson number two. Never apologize for your feelings of vulnerability because if you're going to share it from that moment, I mean, unless you're out here lying and manipulating, it was honest, was it not? So why apologize for honesty? Whether you thought it through or not, that's what you decided to put out. So why apologize for it or why try to snatch it back? It's already out there. Also, number three, always be a hopeful romantic. I look at life in a romantic sense, even if it's not romantic, meaning that I am a hopeful romantic, not a hopeless romantic. That being said, I look at life in the adventure of self-development and self-discovery as a person living within the grand collective of things, it's such an exciting thing for me. I love it. Even the painful moments, they're rough. I don't love those. <laughs> I love some of the lessons that I learned from it. And I love the ability to work to see how these things can ultimately work for my good when people try to bring you BS. But always be hopeful. Like sometimes days are rough. Sometimes your days are going to be trash. Sometimes your circumstances are going to be trash, but they're also very fluid. So your mindset and how you frame certain things, even in the reality of the non-favorable, can really dictate the trajectory of your life. The receipt on that is me. I have never been a person that has been a bypasser or a denier of reality. I very much operate in reality. However, my love for life and my zest for living and my desire and excitement to learn more about what the next day can bring me, that is what keeps me going. And that is how I look at life in a hopeful romantic sense, whether it's actually dealing in romance or not. Lesson number four, give yourself grace. It must be really exhausting for folks that perpetuate the whole facade of perfection. That must be really exhausting to just lie <laughs> to lie and hide and mask and cover up and deny some of the unfavorable things that exist or have happened and when you do that and when you operate from a place of perfection or keeping up appearances or putting on airs you have now put yourself into a, a internal prison of having to be bound by your own hand because of the image that you put out to the world or to other people or even to yourself if you lie to yourself enough you believe it <laughs> i see it happen a lot and when you do that it cripples your ability to be human literally like the pressure to not make a mistake gets higher now that starts affecting your health now you got it high anxiety because you're and i'm not saying this for all anxiety people but i'm just saying this does happen and I've seen this from experience when people put on a, a, a facade and put on airs and things of that nature, they are more anxious, whether they're going to tell you or not, because of the fact that they cannot handle 
the perception of others or the perception of this perfect house that they've built being chipped or shattered in some extreme cases. Some folks can't handle that. Why people do it? There's many different reasons why. I won't get into that on this episode. But when you don't give yourself grace, you don't give yourself the ability to be human. It is okay to make your mistakes. You just can't bind yourself by them. Atone as best you can and move forward. Everybody has made a mistake here. Everybody has different moral compasses, believe it or not. Everybody has their own judgments. And at the end of the day, when you don't give yourself grace, you're now at the whim of not only your own judgment and inability to handle who you really are to the core, whether it's triumphs or mistakes or just not knowing what is the best decision, whatever it is as in terms of who you are as a human, right? Not only are you at the mercy of that, you're also at the mercy of whomever you're putting on for. So you put on for yourself, but if you put on for others, now there's two audiences, or in this case, two judge and juries, that you're going to have to always consider that will impact your ability to make honest choices as a human being, as a person who is flawed, as a person who's on this earth figuring out like everybody else. Some people can agree or disagree. Y'all know what I'm going to say. It doesn't matter. I'm just speaking on my own experience. So... Lesson number five, never be bigger than the program. And what I mean by that is we are never ending students of life. We're still a part of the collective, whether we know it or not, whether we want to be a part of it or not. So even though like I always said, I've been saying this for a very long time, the better part of 10 years, if you've been following me for a long time, is that although we are all connected, we are not all compatible, but we are still connected. If for nothing else, as people on this same planet, at the same time, working our hardest to do our best, or even if it's those that just want to exist and not do their best, whatever it is, we're still here together in this moment of time trying to figure it out. And nobody is ever bigger than that. And the minute people start thinking that they're bigger than that and better than the collective that they're actually a part of. That's when the problems start. And that's when these weird God complexes start, the superiority complexes start. It just gets really tricky. And um, going back to, you know, that it goes back to not being able to give yourself grace. Because once you don't give others grace, it kind of puts you in a weird position for people not to give you grace too. It is, I've noticed that too. Like folks will be so hardcore and really rude and really mean about certain folks, especially, like I said, with the Mean Girl episode, I saw it a lot when it comes to younger women, rather than pull the younger women up and kind of put them on game and help them to be great women or just kind of just to be in the background saying, hey, sis, you know, I see what you're doing. If you need me, let me know. Rather than do that, they judge and they talk so much mess and they laugh at these girls and they 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 kind of like stick their nose at them as if like they didn't talk about some of the same things that those girls went through when they were that age. The receipts don't be lying. So it's like, it's it's weird. Like I remember seeing that a couple times in my own experience. Like I literally would see women that I was familiar with, not necessarily friends with, but I was aware of. I remember seeing them post certain things on social media. And then like five years later, they are like laughing at women like Krishan and, you know, talking about Angela White and, you know, kind of knocking on the new girls or the younger girls and 
I'm like, you literally, did you forget? Okay. So when you start thinking you're bigger than a program, it just puts you in a really bad position to be, um, <laughs> as, as black Twitter would say, <laughs> did you? <laughs> so it's just, as long as you stay in the collective and you do your best and you remember that you're never better than the collective or you're never better than the program. There's everyone, like I said, has their own lessons, their own missions to learn here. Everyone has, you know, their, their polarities of what is acceptable, what isn't acceptable. But again, once you start acting like you better than the same stuff you used to do to, to learn your mistakes, to eventually give yourself grace or to eventually become a hopeful romantic towards life or to eventually become unapologetic in your feelings or to get to a place where you can put yourself first. Again, all of these are lessons I just said. That is when it seems like the problems start. And I don't know about y'all, but in this stage of life, I am not in the <laughs> business of creating problems for myself. I am in a stage of ease and flow, not perfection, ease and flow in my life. And I love it here. And I understand that I am a moving part in this co this collective. And I'm okay with that. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. God gave me a mission. We're going to see it through. I'm not better than nobody. I'm not beneath nobody either. But I'm not better than anybody as well. So those are five crucial lessons, five non-negotiables that I want to share with you all on this beautiful April 13th of 2023. Don't forget to get my regret zero checklist to live a more joyful life, please click the link in my show notes, okay? That is my gift to y'all. Don't y'all like free gifts? Go ahead and get y'all's checklist. I would love to see how it works for somebody. And if it, um, if you ever feel like you want to hit me up and let me know, just, you know, reply to the email that you got it from and let me know how it works for you. So with that being said, y'all, this has been episode number 315 of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria, a.k.a. the Spiritual Homegirl, a.k.a. the birthday girl. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself, and whatever you do, do it with love, okay? Love y'all. Peace.